Hello, friends, and welcome to the creative stream of the Pondo Podcast. My name is Alicia, and I'm one of your co-hosts for today. We are so excited to dive into what it means to be a creative and how we can use our gifts and our passions and our abilities to point people to Jesus. Thank you so much for joining us, and here we go. Well, welcome, episode two of the creative stream of the Pondo Podcast. So you looked at me. Why'd you look at me? Is it because I said that in the intro? No. 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 I will have to say though, uh, I don't know how you guys, like the listeners, Uh feel, but I feel like the intro to this podcast is just a bop. Like it's pretty good. Yeah. So we're gonna go ahead. Yeah, Chris Williams, man, round of applause for you. Did the music. Um, insane little uh little beat mm-hmm. and so what's really special about this is we're actually in the studio where chris and i used to That's create right. together so how how fun um his desk right. his desk was actually where you are yes Michaela. so very cool. how cool in the very well awesome well hey so we just love this conversation um and you know if you haven't heard us talk about this before the pondo worship movement exists to help specifically creatives, mm-hmm. find purpose and joy in pointing others to Jesus. And today, we're going to define what that means. Like, what does it mean to be a creative? What does it mean to be an artist? Um, and just a lot of things, both good and bad, that come from those words. So here's my first question to you, ladies. <laughs> How do we define being a creative and being an artist? Take it away. Good question. <laughs> yes. Dun, dun, dun. They are different. Alicia, you want to start us off? You had some good thoughts. <laughs> good thoughts. Great. Um, yes. Love this conversation so, so much as I do identify as an artist, mm-hmm. as my profession, being having a background in graphic design. So that's what I went to school for and had a Bachelor of Fine Arts, so had to pass all of the lovely <laughs> painting, drawing, ceramics, photography, sculpture, all of those super, super fun classes that I actually miss um, very much. So you often people, I mean, anytime I feel like you go to a painting with a twist or <laughs> whatever it may be, a bunch of girls get together and do crafting stuff. I don't know if guys get together and do crafting stuff. Don't know if that's a thing. You're always going to have someone who's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not an artist. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, that's okay. Because mm-hmm. we often confuse, we, we or I feel like our culture today often intertwine the word artist and creative mm-hmm. when they're actually two very, very different, mm-hmm. um, have very different meanings. Yeah. And so kind of like I mentioned, an artist ultimately is a profession. It's uh, like yeah. you go to school to um, be a nurse or you go to school to be an architect, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Um, you are learning a profession with uh, with skills and having an eye for And there's some natural talent that people have, obviously, that plays into that. But ultimately, it's it's a learned, it's a learned skill. Mm-hmm. 
And whereas being a creative, it's an identity that mm-hmm. has been bestowed upon us from God. Ultimately, mm-hmm. we were made, the very first thing that we see God do in the Bible is create the world, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and not just, not just create it, snap his fingers and create it, but it's so poetically done mm-hmm. and beautifully even written in Genesis. And so that's his first act. And then the very first thing God says about humankind is, ah, let, let us make yeah. something in our image, mm-hmm. in this image of, of, of God, this cre- uh, creator, ultimately. And so I think what saddens my heart and many people's heart is when they hear people say, not just, oh, I'm not an artist, but you often will also hear people say, well, oh, well, I'm just not creative. And that's what's saddening to the heart because ultimately we all were created to create Mm -hmm. and we have creative tendencies within us that often people just only associate with, oh, well, I don't sing or I don't dance or I don't draw pictures. Uh Mm -hmm. So I'm not creative. And it's like the way you solved that insane math problem was Mm -hmm. creative. The way that you're a mom and taking care of whatever three children two children one mm-hmm. child like and still managing everything else you're you're figuring out creative ways like there's creativity all around mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. and we are designed to tap into that that excitement of creating and imagining yeah. and discovering and all of those things yeah. and so i think we first have to lay the foundation of that being an artist and being creative are not equal mm-hmm and we are all called mm-hmm. to be creative in different ways because yeah. um, we're made in the image of a creative God. Yeah. Yeah. And if we're sure. all creative and that's like part of our identity, part of how we're made, then is it kind of like uh, just another human faculty? Like we all have a level of emotional intelligence and we can develop that. We have mental intelligence. Like is it like creative intelligence like Hmm. it's a faculty Hmm. and a Mm -hmm. aspect of our makeup Mm -hmm. that we can choose to develop just like any of those other aspects of who we are absolutely and it is there is a little bit of you uh, we talk about creative muscles Mm -hmm. like there absolutely is um if it has been remained dormant or isn't something that you have if you've just kind of pushed it away of fear of like oh I'm I'm not an artist I'm not creative um that it, it is there is that comparison of it being like a muscle and yeah. using it and the more that we we use it and work it and um find ways to be creative within our talents and abilities and strengths mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. The, the easier it becomes to continue to be creative so yeah. absolutely yeah there's like a a counselor might have a hu- a higher emotional intelligence because it's their profession it's what they're mm-hmm. trained in but um it's valuable for everybody, no matter what you do in life. So same thing with creativity. Like there, there are people who have developed artistic abilities, um, as, as a special, specified, um, profession. And, Mm -hmm. and then I found it really interesting what you said about like the, you creativity or being a creative is part of our identity so Mm -hmm. like for any of us like our profession could could come and go and change through different Mm -hmm. seasons of life so to not hold our profession as our identity Mm. but that creativity we do get to own that yes part Mm -hmm. of our identity and I thought that was really cool yeah Yeah. I would even say that things like 
Pinterest and <laughs> YouTube and all these different things have given, we'll go air quotes here, like non-artistic people in yep. the sense of they're not, you know, um, painters or singers or, um, you know, whatever. It's given these people a platform to demonstrate and put on display creative ways of doing everyday things. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, if you just Google DIY, there will be 10 <laughs> billion yes. like options that will pop up of yeah. um, how to do something in a new way. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, th- I think it, you could even say like being creative is your contribution to helping like the world and just people evolve um, mm-hmm. and learn and grow. Um, yeah. I think about like my dad, like my dad isn't necessarily, he doesn't play an instrument. Mm-hmm. I don't think he draws and things like that, <laughs> but, um, but my dad's always been a carpenter. Uh-huh. And I think you think about some of that stuff, um, as very like commercial and corporate, mm-hmm. but holy cow, like you watch the way that he puts boards together mm-hmm. and you're like, this mm-hmm. is absolutely creative. Or, yeah. um, you guys have brought it up, but like you think about, um, doctors and, um, lawyers and, all these different professions like that, people are constantly coming up with new ways mm-hmm. um, and new methods of doing things. And that's, that's creativity like yeah. In, yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, can you guys think of, and I'll edit out the silence if there's not, <coughs> can y'all think of maybe a friend or someone that you know that isn't artistic in a traditional sense, but brings a large amount of creativity to their world or mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, I think of my sister is the first person who comes to my mind. Um, and she is, uh, she's a two on the Enneagram. She's just really good at loving people. Mm-hmm. And I see, um, just so much creative effort going into her, like, uh, reading the room or reading like a mm-hmm. dynamic of the family yeah. through a season of life and mm-hmm. thinking, what can I do for this person? What can I do for this person? And coming up with really creative ways to um, take into account that person's personality, how mm-hmm. they best receive love. And mm-hmm. then she like meets them where they're at. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I was going to say Miss Karen, um, just because mm-hmm. she is the party planning queen mm-hmm. like for every season for every person I think that she's met she's thrown mm-hmm. a party for them at some point in her life and it's mm-hmm. geared towards them she's just good at creating that mm-hmm. environment of celebration and being kind of like your sister mm-hmm. um but on a larger scale of just opening up her home and creating that environment of love and um being seen and things like that Ooh. yeah so in talking about this kind of crossover of identity and creativity and um, art, do you see in any way where we would put limitations or labels on our creativity? And what are, what are maybe some good or bad things that would come from that? You know, we, Kimberly, we, we said this earlier, like, you hear people say like the the fastest way to kill something is mm-hmm. to compare it to something. Mm-hmm. Um, but what if we take it a different approach and we say that the, a, a fast way to kill something is by labeling it as something. Yeah. Because if you box it into only being that, mm-hmm. and if it and if it starts to go a different direction, 
then you write it off. Yeah. Um, so, so at least did you have thoughts on that? Like what, what it, what it could cause to label or limit our creativity? I think for, it's different for different people. Um, I definitely think there is a fear element for some. I am uh, Enneagram six for those who are familiar with that. So <laughs> I have a lot of, a lot of fear driven tendencies, mm-hmm. but often if we don't, yeah, if we're not someone who identifies ourselves as an artist mm-hmm. and also puts herself in that place of not thinking we're creative. So labeling ourselves as, Oh, I'm not a creative. Mm-hmm. Then we try to protect ourselves from taking that risk mm-hmm. in the first place yeah. for fear of failure yeah. and like writing ourselves off from the start of, Oh, well, it's not going to look like this artist's work. And of course it's not because mm-hmm. you are a veterinarian, like mm-hmm. you're not an artist or whatever, <laughs> like yeah. whatever it may be. Oh, there, I'm sure there's some amazing vets out there mm-hmm. that are also like painters, yes. but <laughs> that to be said, you know, like we're, we're putting this label or this standard mm-hmm. of, Oh, it's not going to look like this yeah, or it's not going to be any good. So why even go there? Why even uh-huh. try? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, just even the simple labels of good or bad, like when I think of myself, mm-hmm. am I, am I a good writer? Am I a bad writer? Yeah. And, uh, that like zeroing in on that and maybe, I guess, okay, let me back up. Um, as, as we're having this conversation and I'm trying to get it straight in my head, the difference between an artist and a creative, um, I think I've been struggling with thinking of a creative as like a step below artist when that's not an accurate Mm. picture. It's more like creativity is the umbrella over all of it, like Uh all all these different aspects of life. Um, And then uh, artist is like a specified thing under that Mm -hmm. umbrella Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. as well as like veterinarian worker, you know, it's all. Uh um, And so for me, like, you know, so it's like, well, am, am, should I qualify myself as an artist or not? And where is that line? Mm-hmm. Um, and and realizing, like, that's the wrong question and a waste of time. And mm-hmm. so for me, that's, like, kind of what I meant by good and bad. Like, am I good enough to be an artist in this mm-hmm. field? Um, and that that mm-hmm. it's not a ne- it's not necessary for me to answer that. And it's and so thoughts have been going through my head of like, well, you know, once you get a paycheck for doing that creative Mm. thing, then you get to be an artist. And, um, but like backing up off of that in my mind and taking that pressure off and going like, there is value to the work, um, to being creative, Mm -hmm. uh, regardless of the paycheck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. And you're exercising creativity and kind of like we mentioned earlier in so many different avenues Mm -hmm. within all of those different fields, like the Mm -hmm. way that you lay out your spreadsheet is so creative compared to how I would lay out a spreadsheet or, you know, like, (laughs) um, and so, yeah, that reframing of, oh, what does Mm -hmm. this, what does this mean? Mm -hmm. And allowing ourselves the freedom to step into and fully embrace that identity as, oh yeah, I am made in the image of a creative God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I think we put a lot of ridiculous expectations on ourselves, and those expectations lead to a pretty consistent frustration with mm-hmm. what we do or don't do. So, mm-hmm. for example, um, 
like Kimberly, Alicia, and I are part of a, a band, mm-hmm. and we lead here yeah. at Camp Pondo. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we get the opportunity to go and uh, lead elsewhere for mm-hmm. different events and things like that. But if when people came up to me and they said, Cody, what do you do for a living? And mm-hmm. I say, I'm in a band. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, well, awesome. Like, are you on tour? No. Uh, do you <laughs> yeah. have, are you recording music? No. Mm-hmm. Are you writing? No. There's this there's this thing now, this filter in people's minds of going, well, you said you were in a band. Yeah. So are, do you guys just really suck as a band? <laughs> or are you just a really like, you know, unsuccessful band? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but if I say, hey, I'm a program director at a camp, mm-hmm. but then, hey, I have this small studio and I play some drums from time yeah. to time and I get to like lead with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um that the the expectation kind of disappears mm-hmm. and what people kind of i think assume from that also disappears mm-hmm. so i think sometimes i say all this to talk about that identity thing mm-hmm. is when we're not confident in ourselves mm-hmm. or when we're searching for that identity rather mm-hmm. than resting in that identity that god has given us mm-hmm. then i feel like a lot of times we use those labels as like I, I want to I want to be known for something. I want to yeah. I want to have value, mm-hmm. um, and so we'll say that. But then we go to sit down over the course of a week, and we are not as creative or productive in our creativity as mm-hmm. we would want to, in hopes that people will see it. I I think that's a big issue of my own personal mm-hmm. like di- like disappointment in myself, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of times is just a lie that I believe mm-hmm. um, because of those expectations I put on myself and my creative time because I'm not an artist I'm not a professional artist yeah um, so I don't have to have twenty hours of productive creativity <laughs> each mm-hmm. week um, have you have, have y'all seen that in your life at all like um, in the in the areas where you are creative or even in the areas where I know Michaela, you have a passion for writing and design and crafting and music. But then again, like all three of you outside mm-hmm. of Alicia with our design stuff here at camp, mm-hmm. y'all are not professional right. in any of those mm-hmm. lanes. Yeah. Um, so have you struggled with that at all? Mm-hmm. Like expectations we've put on ourselves. Is yeah. that the question? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, well, I would never respond to someone's question as like, I'm a crafter who wood burns, but, <laughs> but I do, I do have that mindset of like, I see something in my head, but I'm not always the best at like making that come to life. And so that is a limit that I put on myself, um, that I find myself or I catch myself in those moments. And I'm like, no, you could do something like that. Maybe, maybe not as grand as you would like to be, but there's still creativity in that of like, how can I get it as close to, to possible of this whatever thing that I dreamed up mm-hmm. um, or ask for help in that of, I don't know how to do this, but I really want to do this. Could you help me? Like kind of thing, um, which I'm not always the best at asking for help. So that is a limit that I put on myself or that I find myself in. But, but yeah, yeah. I don't know if that answers the question, but definitely is something that I do. <laughs> and I think, um, it's it comes back to the identity thing for mm-hmm. me. Um, I put limitations on myself just because I can get emotionally worked up over holding on to that balance of like, you know, where does a good healthy sense of ambition come into the picture mm-hmm. if like say you you have a day job and you're a struggling artist and you want to make that your mm-hmm. profession. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you do that in a in a healthy way without putting like the bad kind of expectations on Mm -hmm. yourself 
And um, I think holding on to the, the fact that, like, your identity is, like, you get to own the fact that you're a creative just like every other human being on the mm-hmm. planet. Um, but you're, you're still a valuable person regardless yeah. mm-hmm. of what you um, mm-hmm. achieve in, you mm-hmm. know, whatever is your field. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just makes me think of um, the way Emily P. Freeman phrased it in a book I read of hers once called A Million Little Ways. And um, she talks about us being created in, in the image of God and says that, like, when we some, when we create, mm-hmm. we're expressing something of our heart. And so she uses the phrase that we are the poetry of God's heart mm-hmm. because, like, us as human beings are the expression mm-hmm. of God's heart. Like, out of the overflow of his heart, mm-hmm. he created us, mm-hmm. expressing yeah. something of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just thinking about, like, who that I who I am, my, my DNA, my personality is different from everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so what is the raw material God has given me to work with and like showing up to it as an invitation rather mm-hmm. than an expectation, Yes. rather than like, ah, I have to like achieve this by the time I'm this age or I'm a failure mm-hmm. at life. And like n- not viewing it that way, obviously, because that, um, is just, a recipe for a bunch of panic attacks. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But instead viewing it as like, I do want to make the most of my life. I want to be a good steward of the, the gifts and the abilities that God has given me. But in the sense of like, I get to commune with God through this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get to like, that I want to show up fully to it. Mm. Not because my identity is wrapped up in it, but mm-hmm. because like, this is a beautiful life God's given me and I want to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think where the tension comes in that is that we are speaking from a Western culture. Yeah. Uh, America is very different than like all the countries <laughs> right. in this, in that, that achieving, driving, mm-hmm. succeeding mm-hmm. cultural drop, like just tone under mm-hmm. everything, which is, is amazing. And it has taken America to amazing places, mm-hmm. but we have grown up in that, mm-hmm. and then we place that on creativity or production, and the fact that, oh, I have to be achieving. Mm-hmm. I need to be moving forward, and that's not to put a knock on wanting to achieve mm-hmm. and to having goals, because mm-hmm. absolutely, right. we, you have to have those. Yeah. But there's that that middle ground, mm-hmm. and I think some of that tension is found in that of, like, just giving ourselves some grace mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And I like what you said of just showing up and letting God work in that space. And there's, and there's going to be different – you're going to have different avenues in different times because mm-hmm. you're going to – have times where you create for yourself and yeah. personal times that I think mm-hmm. are so important for creating for your personal enjoyment, happiness, uh, you know, excitement, all of those things, C- communion with God, like you mm-hmm. mentioned, and what he's teaching you or showing you or, a, a, you know, a picture that he's given you that you're excited to portray on a canvas. And then there's going to be times for some where it is, it's a job. Mm -hmm. It's something that you have to get done. There's a deadline. There's Mm -hmm. someone over you or there's someone on the other end waiting for this, this product. And so there's, 
you know, different, different avenues in different areas where we um, create in different ways mm-hmm. and having grace in the midst of all of that and walking through that yeah. is, it's hard. It's so hard, mm-hmm. but it's, it's incredible. And just allowing ourselves that, um, yeah, not freedom to fail, but kind of the permission yeah. to suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we'll, yeah. and we'll, we'll do a whole episode talking about that. Um, but Alicia, you just brought up something I've, I've never even thought about of like being in the Western culture. There's sometimes, or a lot of the times feels like this expectation that if you're going to invest time in, into something, mm-hmm. if it doesn't make you money mm-hmm. or, um, kind of build your, uh, contribution to, yeah. to community or your church, <laughs> then what's the point? Then what's the yeah. point? Like, mm-hmm. honestly, um, and, and I think that has become so mainstream mm-hmm. that I think it has bled over into the faith community to where I remember having so many friends who were, let's say musicians mm-hmm. and who were also believers. And it was just like, I've got to become a worship leader. Like that's yeah. the only option is to hurry up and, and <laughs> yeah. take this Jeez. gift. Yeah. Like if I don't hurry up and get a worship leading job, then I'm just yeah. going to be a failure and I'm going to have to go do, get a nine to five. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like a, it was like an either or mentality. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and you know, in the last two or three years, as we've been really digging into and, and, hoping, you know, to cultivate this, this worship movement culture is that your creative gift, um, it doesn't always have to be your, um, source of income. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with having like being a vet (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and, and then, uh, you know, doing pottery on the side Yeah, and you don't have to sell it. Like, you know, like, you just do it. Just do it. And then what if you invite other people into that? Mm-hmm. And um, and it just... There's honestly- a whole nother level of creativity of... Oh, yeah. Like, mm. then you're getting... I love... Sorry, I cut No, 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 go ahead. It go just... Ahead. Um, it made me think of an article that Jeremy Riddle wrote, and he was just talking about how... Um, you know, our, our creativity does not just hold universal significance, but mm-hmm. it is, it is deeply personal mm-hmm. and it holds a key to our identity and that, you know, he talks about how there's really a part of us that we never truly unlock, um, until we endeavor to create and dive mm-hmm. into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and how, but he also, he talks about how creating initially, kind of like you were just saying, being a vet, diving into pottery, creating initially mm-hmm. is often a very um, personal, you're, you're in search of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, you're finding space to create and it's for your heart. Mm-hmm. And then it's, so that's the initial reasoning behind it. It's kind of a self-absorbed process, mm-hmm. but then something happens when someone else comes into that and and he says I love he says we don't touch the true beauty of our creativity until we touch the person whose life was changed by it mm, and in yeah. that moment we suddenly catch a glimpse of the magnitude of what this is all about mm-hmm. so much bigger than we thought when we realize that our creativity doesn't simply hold personal breakthrough for our lives mm-hmm. but holds breakthrough for countless others yeah. and what a game changer that is mm-hmm. and so what starts as this personal search 
can turn into an opportunity like you immediately went there of yeah. maybe you don't sell your pottery, but then you invite someone in yeah. or, and you start, and it, what started as this personal search then turns into an avenue in which you're, you're loving people and you're sharing the gospel with them over mm-hmm. pottery or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that is the creativity yeah. of mm-hmm. our God at work mm-hmm. and like channeling through you, not you making the pottery, but it's like that, that's that aha moment of like, Oh, even, even this is mm-hmm. so much bigger mm-hmm. than just my own heart. Mm-hmm. And it is meant to, what you said, overflow, like God's heart overflowing into creating us and him overflowing from us into mm-hmm. others and the creative way. I mean, it's the whole part of our mission statement of wanting people mm-hmm. to, um, understand how they can use their talents, their abilities, their giftings to point other people to Jesus, yeah. like yeah. getting creative and how, and so that's like your sister who can read a room or could plan an event that like I could never pull off or what, you uh-huh. know, like, because yep. it's, it's that creative, it's so much bigger than herself mm-hmm. and it's for the glory of God because mm-hmm. ultimately like that is why we were created to create. Yeah. Like it is all to point to him and to reveal who he is to others mm-hmm. in, in awesome ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So good. Yeah. <laughs> that basically that Jeremy quote that you just shared, I just kind of summed it up as like, if we're, if we're so focused on how our creative gifts can move us forward, mm-hmm. that we're going to miss this opportunity to use our creativity to invest in others and point people to Jesus. Yep. Yep. And there exactly. are some there are some incredibly healthy professional artists out there yeah. that are doing just that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's a lot of us that are not professional artists or musicians or whatever mm-hmm. that are trying to figure out ways to get there. And and I think the thing that's I think we're trying to create some space to say it's okay mm-hmm. to not let that dream go, mm-hmm. but not be disappointed with your life. Mm-hmm just because your art isn't taking you places or making you money or things like that. Mm -hmm. Because what if God has a much bigger Mm -hmm. kingdom purpose behind your creativity than supplying your means Mm -hmm. um, and income? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, if I'm just being flat out honest, I think that's something I probably had to wrestle with in 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I used to think, especially when we first started Summer Hill, that, oh, this was going to, like, mm-hmm. be the thing. Like, <laughs> we're just going to be a band, or we're going to travel, and we're going to do all this stuff. And then, you know, I got to kind of wrap my head around the fact that maybe that's not the case. But, <laughs> hey, but I, you know, I'm a I'm a okay drummer. Like, I'll take off and go on a, a thing with a band, or uh-huh. I'll be a studio session player. Still not the case at 31 <laughs> years old. Um, it, does that mean I should give up drumming? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there's just a different purpose um, mm-hmm. for it. And I've mm-hmm. got to create some space. Mm-hmm. Um to stay open to what that is. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so, and that's, what's so cool about this conversation is that these three ladies in front of me, mm-hmm. um, are amazing when it comes to the gifts that God has given them. And that, and that's not, that's not their profession. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to continue to grow and they're going to continue to invest in those gifts. Um, and I think that speaks to this identity that we're talking about, that their identity is not wrapped up in the product mm-hmm. that they create. Um, or the piece, or the book, or the crafts, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, it's the fact that God has, one, created them, He loves them, um, He sent Jesus to um, make a way for them to live life alongside Him, and that this creativity is 
honestly an act of gratitude. It's an mm. act of, mm. of offering. Mm -hmm. It's an act of service. Um, and it's just a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, and when Jesus says that he wants to come so that we can have life to the fullest, I think creating was a, was a definite part of that. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes you just need to jam by yourself and enjoy that. <laughs> and then sometimes you need to invite people over, go out uh -huh. to the garage and make the neighbors mad um, <laughs> and, and just let it be what it is. Mm -hmm. um, and I think right now, it's my last point to this, is that right now, especially in this social media, like even more so in 2020 when mm -hmm. a lot of people don't have a lot of other stuff going on, mm -hmm. is that it's like, what can I create mm -hmm. to put out there so that I can be seen as someone who's still moving forward and, and mm -hmm. elevating. Mm -hmm. right. and, um, and that creates a pretty serious um, identity crisis in us <laughs> mm -hmm. where we get way too attached to what we're producing or what we're not producing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. um, and so there's a ton of stuff we can dive into that. Yeah, mm -hmm. But I know there's thoughts. I can see it mm -hmm. on faces. So let's, <laughs> um, yeah, let's keep, let's keep talking. Um. I keep thinking of the words uh, communication and connection mm -hmm. um, and that there's that when we create we're expressing something inside of us mm -hmm. and that like overflow to bringing other people into it and wanting to impact other people with what we create is that, that connection piece and communication and, mm -hmm. um, and that even when we do it just between the Lord and ourselves, like that's a very important ingredient. Mm -hmm. um, and knowing the, the timing of those things to like, sometimes it is just to, to sit on this and, and let it, you know, percolate between you and God for <laughs> mm -hmm. a while. Um, but that there's, there's nothing wrong with having the desire to want to, to share it because mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. that's like how you're talking about, it's contributing to, mm -hmm. to the, the world as human beings, like, um, creating that connection and, mm -hmm. um, you know, and as we talk about like making much of God and sharing the gospel through our creativity, um, I hope this is going to make sense in the way I'm thinking of it, but I'm kind of thinking in terms of, I don't see Jesus's life on earth as much about him showing us how to be good Christians as how to be fully human. Mm. And that involves having God at the center of everything. Mm. Um, but Jesus shows us like how to like have complex emotions and be fully present and, and how to walk in the tension of everything and, and what all that looks like. And so I, I personally think like when we create, it doesn't always have to be like blaringly on the nose, gospel oriented. Mm. Um, but to, to show up and be fully human in the way Jesus modeled for us gives us the opportunity for, like, people will connect with mm -hmm. that because it's calling out to something in all of our human hearts. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And then I, yeah, that's my thought. <laughs> love that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, sweet. I love it. And, uh, yeah, this is just such a special conversation, especially as, as 2020 comes to a close and like all the things in the world that are happening right now are happening, <laughs> um, that as we have a little bit more time, maybe to dive into our creativity, that the perspective towards what that time mm -hmm. and what comes out of that time um, could look like would shift mm -hmm. a little bit. And so, um, yeah, so for uh, next month, wrapping up, man. 
so crazy. Uh, we're going to be talking about what it, what it looks like to connect um, to God in the midst of our creativity, um, like a spiritual connection and how it crosses over into creativity. But Alicia's got um, a couple, couple questions um, to, to end on. So, Yes, yeah. So for, for you, the listener... Thank you for, for being here with us today. Um, <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> well, that was weird. Glory. Um, no, but yeah, there's uh, Justina Stevens. I mentioned her earlier. She, I read an article of hers the other day, and she just asked a couple questions for you to ponder, and I thought they were great. And so we want, want you to think about these questions and mm-hmm. examine your heart here. And the first question was just, what has motivated my belief about creativity, ability, and risk? And then the second question is, where have I protected myself from taking risks because of my misunderstanding of, an, of artist and creative? Mm-hmm. So just, yeah, take some time to, to process those questions. Process them with God, journal about them, whatever it may be. And just challenge your own heart there mm-hmm. in in that area. Awesome. Well, we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed today's episode on the creative stream of the Pondo Podcast. We'd love for you to share this with any of your creative friends. And as always, we want to hear from you. So leave us a review or shoot us a message on Pondo's Instagram or Facebook page. We'll see you next time on the Pondo Podcast.